Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. So much great music and so little time, and such a challenge of organization to track folks down. Fortunately, reminders and suggestions come to me, sometimes repeatedly, and that's what finally got me to reach out to today's Song of the Soul guest, Justin J. Arnold. I've known of him for a while, but what finally got me in motion was seeing a posting on Facebook, and fortunately, it was a time that Justin could find the space to join me. Less obvious when you have a day job and eight-year-old twins. Justin grew up surrounded by music, including the fact that his dad performed regularly with a band. But even so, Justin didn't pick up the guitar until his late 20s. But then he got to work right away writing songs that come from and go to the core, the heart, and the soul. Though Justin is a couple decades younger than me, we've got some powerful commonality in terms of musical aspirations and passions, sometimes called alternative folk, folk rock, spiritual, and more. Whatever it is he does, I like it, and I think you will too. Justin J. Arnold joins me in person right here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Justin, what a good day to have you here for Song of the Soul. Thank you for having me. We've had some connection. I've I've never met you before today. Right. Although, you know, given that you live in Chippewa Falls, I'm in Eau Claire, and there's some, what, 12 miles between us. And because you perform in various settings around here, it's really kind of strange I haven't met you. Can you tell me why it is I didn't meet you yet? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly why. I think when we mentioned earlier that the world seems like a small place, but I think sometimes the it's just fine lines of connection, missing people here and there. I know I've known of you for a while. I know back when I first started playing, my friend Jeff White said, oh, you need to connect with Northern Spirit Radio and maybe send some of your stuff there. So I've known your name for a while. I just, I'm not sure why it hasn't happened exactly. Yeah, and I really didn't get to know Jeff until he did a performance of one of his songs as part of a Bernie rally. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's where I first caught up with him. So have you been part of his open mic? Yep. When I first started playing, that was the very first time I ever played out. He was hosting open mic at the Sheely House, and I was living in Chippewa Falls at the time. And that was my very first time I ever played out. And then eventually he switched to what's now the Plus so I used to go there, and then that's actually where I ended up playing my first show was at the Bottom Barrel because they liked what I was doing there. And I remember Kelly Carpenter, she's married to uh, my good friend Luke Fisher, who's a fantastic musician, too. She goes, how much material do you have? And I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe roughly three hours. And she's like, you want to do a show? And I'm like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Lucas Fisher, he performed as part of the band that performed with Jen Hazen and crew just two weeks ago for the 25th anniversary celebration. Oh, nice. My wife and yeah. I had. And his father, Mike, Mike yeah. has been a friend of yeah. mine for 30 years yeah. or something. Yeah, I so. love them both very much. They're very dear friends. 
I understand that you started playing music late in life. Were you singing before you picked up the guitar or not? Yeah, I, I mean, as far as I can remember, I've been singing. I was in choir, you know, in middle school and high school. I remember when I was growing up, uh, even preteen years, it's strange because my music, sometimes it reflects this, sometimes it doesn't. So when I originally fell in love with music was like my dad got like Time Life cassettes. I don't know if you remember those, but sure, they'd come with the different eras. So like I remember the first one we got was the 50s. And so I, I fell in love with Buddy Holly. And at that same time, uh, like the movie La Bamba came out. And so it, it kind of coalesced real well. I remember we, a buddy and myself, we we did some lip syncing at show and tell in elementary school. And then we would learned like Odana and stuff where we'd sing it to girls out on the playground and we, we just we just put their names in there instead of you know Odana but yeah I've been singing just something I've done since I can remember but yeah I didn't start playing until I think I was like 27 28 so maybe 12 years ago yeah I feel like I should be way better at guitar for the amount of time I've been playing but yeah as far as other people I know when they started I think I started kind of late when I first heard your music, the first song that I heard that you do, my impression was, okay, it's a mixture of Bob Dylan and Creedence Clearwater Revival influence there. How does that sit for you? That sits very well with me, Mark. Uh, so Bob Dylan, I love Bob Dylan as a songwriter, and, I, and he's a god to some people. I just never listened to a lot of his material. I just never did, for whatever reason. I've listened to more of it now as an adult, but Creedence... That's a band that I grew up on. That's probably my favorite all-time band. So for you to say that means a lot to me. When I was young, my dad was in a band with my Uncle Tom and two of my cousins. And that was the type of music they played. So they played a lot of Credence. My Uncle Tom loved John Fogarty. And uh, they played a lot of Waylon Jennings in, in kind of that older 70-ish style music. And so I love that song. Well, let's get some taste of the music. What song would you like to share first as part of your Song of the Soul? I think Agape, as I said it, is probably a song which was a turning point for me. Because I went through a period of time where I grew up as a kid. I believed in God. I considered myself a Christian for, for a long time. I was on fire. And then I went through a divorce, to, just to be honest, to tell the story. And at the same time, I was questioning things that I'd grown up being taught. And at that time, it was like this perfect storm of, for lack of a better word, just brokenness. And I felt like I was on a life raft in an ocean, and then my life raft went away for a period of time. And I stopped believing. I was very angry, and I stopped going to church. I called myself an atheist for a little while. On the days where I did believe in God, I hated God. And then there were days I, I said that I didn't believe. And that was probably two and a half, three-year stretch. And so agape was something that came to me because I read a passage, I think it's Luke Luke 17, there's a passage where Jesus is answering the Pharisees, or I forget who, <laughs> I feel like I should know this, this is a bad answer. They're saying, well, what does the kingdom of heaven look like? And Jesus says, some people will say the kingdom of heaven is over there, it's over here, it's coming. And he said the kingdom of heaven, in certain translations it says the kingdom of heaven is inside of you. And to me at that time I was, reading about Buddhism and these other belief systems and stuff that was different to me. And so I latched onto that verse because I'm like, oh, wait, maybe things are not the way I thought they were in the past, you know. So that song came to me. It was one of maybe three times in my life where I felt overwhelmingly the presence of God or whatever you want to call it, the, the creator, the source of the universe, whatever it is that you want to say it is. 
I mean, it broke me down and I was overwhelmed. I describe it as a lava lamp kind of pouring through my body and realized that maybe it wasn't what I thought it was, but it was <laughs> and always has <laughs> been and it, it has always loved me. And so that's where that song came from. Yeah. So I, I like that song. I think that's a wonderful way for Justin J. Arnold to introduce Agape. It's from Justin's second release, Death and Life, released back finally back in 2014. Here is Agape. Salvation will come to 
You don't have to look anywhere But inside yourself Realize the truth My soul cries Every time I hear your voice This love is real And happiness is my choice you love that song as much as I do, Agape, by Justin J. Arnold. His website, justinjarnold.com. you find the link on nordenspiritradio.org. And you describe that. Now, that's after the end of your first marriage, yes, right, sir. Justin? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I found for me that I'm a strong person. I'm, I've got strong, well-thought-out defensible positions. I'm so wonderfully defensible that the times that God can actually get into me is when I get broken open a little. And that often that happens in relationship. That's the time when I find myself opening. Is there any kind of a history of that for you or is this just this one time? No, there's a history of that. (laughs) What I have found in my own life, and this is something that I realize I need to change going forward. If anything is ever going to be successful, as far as a relationship goes, is that when I've been in relationships in the past, whatever relationship it was, and this wasn't necessarily the fault of the person that I was with, it was probably more my own fault, but it always pulled me away from where I felt I should be spiritually. And I didn't feel it at the time, but I think when things are going well, you think that you don't need to talk to God, you don't need that, because you got it, right? That's what we think. (laughs) And that's a misconception, I think. And so then when you break or when that relationship breaks or whatever breaks and you're out in the middle of the ocean without a life preserver, you don't have anything else to hang on to. For me, that's what's brought me back. And that's a sad cycle to follow, you know, and I wish I wish it hadn't happened like that. But in a, in a way, I'm glad it has. Like I have often questioned why things happen and I know I know the roles I've played in those things happening, but I think with the path that I'm on currently, I realize that maybe it makes, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it makes me more relatable to people who have went through all these different struggles. And I've also, I've also said that I feel like sometimes I've been forged in the flames of an earthly hell to be where I'm at and hopefully, hopefully maybe deliver a message of hope. I don't know whether it's just for me or whether other people connect with it. I mean, it starts with me. It allows me to deal with stuff. And then people recently especially have seemed like they've been connecting with it. So that's that's a real positive thing, I think. One thing that I think, Justin, is that if you just do what you grew up with, which, I mean, that's the way most people are, right? I grew up Catholic, and I had a good experience of it. So 
the fact that I left Catholicism is not a negative necessarily about Catholicism, but it was a point where I had to go looking for what was authentic to who I am and what, what opened me, what went to those deeper places for me. And so I find that people who've gone through the change, so if you grew up born again Christian, that's wonderful, that's great background, that feeds it. But how do you know it's yours as opposed to, well, I was pointed that direction and got, just got walked in that yeah. direction, right? I take it you've come back to that sort of Christianity. Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure if this is what you're asking. Like, I'm not sure if it's specifically the born again, but I've come back. I am a Christian. I will say that. And part of the journey right now is <laughs> trying to figure out, like in my heart, I know why that is. Sometimes it's hard to articulate <laughs> because well, you have to write a song about right, right. it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because I know, like I know, I was thinking about this on the way here. I know why I believe, and it is because of what happened before the song Agape. It's because of what happened. We'll play a song later called Guitar of the Gun. It's because of those experiences where God, and I don't want to come across as a crazy person, but when God spoke to me directly and let me know that it was real, but for me right now, the wrestling internally, like theologically, being a seminary student and all this stuff is, why is Jesus important to me? Like, why is it that way? And so some of the ideas I think I had as a kid are not how I feel now. I mean, we don't talk about basic tenets of Christianity. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily believe in hell anymore. I don't, I don't know. A basic tenet of Christianity is that, you know, Jesus had to be a sacrifice for our sins. That part. I don't understand that because if God is all powerful, then why can't God just say, I forgive you? And not, I don't know. If, so part of me thinks that just goes back to the Jewish tradition, you know, like that culture, part of that story. I do believe in Jesus as the Son of God. I also, I got in a little trouble for this. Because we're all children of God, aren't we? Right. Yes, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but I believe he was set apart too. But yeah, you're right. Exactly right. Because I mentioned that I wrote that one of my first essays for seminary. I mentioned that exact thing because at one time when Jesus being questioned by the Pharisees, he refers back to Psalm where they say we're all sons and daughters of God. And I, I brought that up in my first candidacy interview. And, uh -oh. uh, <laughs> and so they asked me about it. And, and so I tried to explain it the best way I could. But, I mean, I am a Christian in, for that specific reason that, that I believe Jesus was set apart. How that works out, I don't know. I haven't figured that all out yet, but... But yeah, you're exactly right. That's I brought that up and I was I wasn't <laughs> sure, you know, if I fit in exactly how I felt about things and I wasn't even sure if I was articulating it correctly. But yeah, some of my ideas I don't know if they line up necessarily theologically and stuff, so yeah. we'll do it regardless. <laughs> I I mentioned by the way when I was reading the Bible cover to cover, yeah. I was very interested to note that King David gets referred to specifically as son of God. Yeah. So it, there, it's not only Jesus got yeah. that name. I happen to consider myself a follower of Jesus, yeah. even though I don't fit the definition of Christian by most people's standards, because yeah. I'm far too universalist. I, I believe that God's everywhere. And, yep, yep. Uh, and so anyway, and the main thing we have to do is listen. Right. But anyway... And one of the things we got to listen to is some more of the music by Justin <laughs> J. Arnold. So where should we go now? I think I Wish is a good one. Uh, there have been some real poignant moments in my life, as there is with anyone. But uh, part of my story that I tell sometimes, because this, this Death and Life album, 
particularly really came out of maybe a one or two year experience where I got remarried. Jody, my son's mother, we found out we were living in Thailand. We found out we were pregnant and then came home. My dad had just gotten out of the hospital. I came home in January of 2011. My dad got out of the hospital like a few weeks after he had just had a major stroke. And then February 19th, 2011, he passed away of a massive heart attack. And then uh, March 6th, two weeks later, uh, my sons were born. And my sons look just like me. I mean, minus the beard and the tattoos. (laughs) The Arnold jeans are very strong. Um, My nose and my lips and my eyes, they're right there in my sons. And I, I look exactly like my father. Like You can look at pictures of my father from when he was in middle school, and we look identical. And so, as it would be for anyone, that was a really emotional time. Like, it was the lowest of low. You know, I lost one of my heroes. And my dad, I think in my life in the past, I'd put him up on a pedestal at times. And rightfully so, but then also not rightfully so. Like, he's just a human being. But anyway, yeah, with that that happening, my son's being born. This was one of, like, three or four songs that I wrote at the time. I Wish by Justin J. Arnold. Ooh. 
hand in hand We'll sit down by your grave And we'll all understand And when they call my number I hope they see what I see That the best of you Is what made the best of me We didn't have to go I wish there weren't these tears I wish for a few more hours I wish we had those beers I wish you could have seen these grandsons Who were only weeks away I wish, oh I wish I wish for another day feeling myself that Justin J. Arnold expresses in his song, I Wish My Father Died. It's a long time ago now, it's 24 years, but there's so much to go back to, the the precious times and the times he didn't quite make it to, which is one of the other things that, you know, you can't just force the world in the direction you want it, and that leaves this whole uh, where were you spiritually, religiously at the time that your dad died? I'm trying to think. So I was sort of coming back. I believed because of that song Agape and some other things that had happened. I believed. I wasn't sure what I believed, which is sometimes a similar situation to now. But I remember one of the conversations I had with my dad that I will always remember is that when I was struggling with faith, I talked to both him and my mom about it. And I was at a place, really honestly, Mark, where sometimes I was so angry I would want to destroy other people's faith. Like that was just bitter and mean. And so I would have conversations with my mom and I made her cry too many times. And I had a conversation with my dad and he, he just listened. You know, when he listened and he said, I hope someday I just keep praying that you'll come back. And so I think I slowly started to come back. Maybe a year or so later, Jody and I started attending church with the boys. And then some things happened, like they got sick because they had never been out of the house, really. And then we were alternating services, and then we kind of just, whether it was laziness or, or whatever, we just kind of stopped going. So I, I had started to come back, but then as far as church goes, I mean, I, we started to go, and then we stopped going. But it was I was kind of in a process, I think, coming back to where I'm at currently right now. 
Before I have you share a song, Justin, I do want to remind our listeners they are tuned in to Song of the Soul. This is a feature of Northern Spirit Radio on the web, northernspiritradio.org, and there you'll find a link to justinjarnold.com and all of our other guests since 2005. We've had many, many hundreds of guests here, and you can find links to them all there and the song list, etc., And so that'll be helpful for you to track down some of Justin's music because my sense is, Justin, that you're still in the process of reaching your fertile point where you're going to put out all of your music. Yeah, we got some things coming up here. Uh, Just recently finished recording five songs with uh, Nick Anderson from Eau Claire of Nick Anderson and Skinny Lovers. We we haven't released those songs, by the way, that we just finished. And then... Started recording yesterday, again, with Joel Tock uh, from Down Sparta area at his new studio in Wilton. And I think I'm going to be recording, hopefully soon, for what it sounds like, with my friend Brian Bethke. So we might have three new projects coming out here in the next few months. So it'll be exciting. So you will find links to my interview with Brian Bethke, which uh, is ways back now. I've had him on a couple times, actually. Just follow the links from NorthernSpiritRadio.org. Don't forget when you visit to post a comment and rate the programs. We love your feedback, so please do that when you visit NorthernSpiritRadio.org. There's also a donate button. This is full-time work, and it's supported by you, the listener. Not by corporations, not by government, but because you, the listener, want to see it continue. So click donate when you come. Even more important, and I think you can speak a little bit about this, Justin. We're fortunate to have in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, where I happen to live, we have WHYS radio. Mm-hmm. And not too far off, we also have Converge Radio. And I understand you get featured on Converge quite a bit. I do. I'm very fortunate in that they've played some of my songs on there. So, uh, I mean, I'm friends with Scott, the station manager. His wife, Alyssa, is my coworker from Chippewa County Job Center. So I've gotten to know him and her quite well. And, yeah, they have uh, blessed me by playing uh, quite a few of my songs on there. So. so I want to encourage you, before you support Northern Spirit Radio, First, support stations like WHYS Converge, the station on W uh, out in on Lopez Island, and right now there, I think uh, maybe we're up to eight stations in California carrying our programs. Three over in Minnesota, down in Houston, Texas, and in New Mexico and Arizona and Illinois and Pennsylvania, all over the place. These stations are being carried. Support those stations because we need alternative sources of both news and music. And I think it makes us richer when we have those alternatives instead of the 90% of our media, which is controlled by just six corporations. So please support them first, and then make sure that you listen to more of Justin J. Arnold's music. So that's where we're going now. What's up next? I think we'll play uh, Pumpkin Seed, which is a song I wrote about my sons. They have red hair, or it's kind of fading now more into blonde. I think they got that from their mom's uncle because no one on my side has and i think hair in general comes from the mother's side but so i wrote that song when they were born i actually had an idea in my head there's a song one of my favorite songwriters is named joe pug and he has a song called nation heat and so just like structurally lyrically wise i wanted to do a song where i kind of ended a phrase with the same phrase each time and so i went into pumpkin seed kind of with that idea and uh came out with a what I think is one of my all-time favorite songs that I've ever written. And Pumpkin Seed, is this referring to your sons? Yeah. yeah. Hope you find some peace, Pumpkin Seed. Are you worried that peace is going to be hard for them to find? 
I, I think it's hard for anyone. And so I think, I think that the last verse is important for that reason because I, I think I say all that I wish is that your spirit is free and I hope you find some peace, pumpkin seed. Um, I think it's hard for all of us, but we just, we just keep trying. And they'll get it. Here's a wish for peace, pumpkin seed.
surrounded But it's by your own walls Your struggles persist And your future It still calls What will this world know About your mature soul Will you stay steady Or will the troubles take their toll My only wish Is that your spirit is free And I hope you find some That's also from Justin J. Arnold's release, Death and Life, from back in 2014. It's called Pumpkin Seed, one of the gifts. I I can just imagine, Justin, your kids listening to that as they grow older. That comes from such a deep place. And I know the feelings that I've gone through in life of my son, who in another couple weeks will turn 33. There is so much of my heart which has traveled with him. And I've always liked kids, but I had no idea how I would be changed by being part of this other life that came through me. Yeah, it changes everything. It makes you put everything into perspective. It makes you, I think, overall way less. You have to be less selfish. You can't be self-involved. It, I mean, at a real basic level, it's about <laughs> you know keeping them alive. But it, it's way more than that, obviously. Yeah, there's nothing like it in the world. So now that you've got your twin sons there, uh, you've turned into an angel then. (laughs) (laughs) No. no. Uh, It's kind of the motivation, though, isn't it? I want to be the best I can be. That is true. Yeah, that is absolutely true. You want to be the best version that you can be for them. I'll share this conversation. I haven't shared this with too many people. But like when Jody and I discussed having kids, you know, I think – the whole idea is that hopefully you feel yourself to be an okay person overall, you know, like, and you just want to replace yourself eventually with another decent human being. And we were fortunate in that we got two and they're amazing. They're incredible. They're incredible young men. And um, I'm really excited to see who they are when they grow up and I'm excited to see them now, but they're going to be amazing men. Did you say that having them kind of brought you back to faith? It did, in a way, yeah. I mean, yeah, there was a series of events that's kind of all a blur, but within one or two years, because the year after my father died, which was two weeks before they were born, my stepfather passed away 
from cancer. He was only 59. He had been my stepfather for 19 years and was a guy who, like I said before, I, I put my dad up on a pedestal at times. But my stepdad, in all reality, as far as a father figure goes, my stepdad was the one that did a lot of the hard work, taught me not to be messy and clean up after myself and all these different things, work ethic and all this stuff. I learned more from him, actually, if I'm being really honest with myself. So my dad passed. My sons were born. My stepfather passed the next year. Jody and I decided we were going to go back to church. The first church service we went to, the song that had played at my stepfather's funeral was playing in the church. And it was like, oh, my God, like all this. I mean, literally, <laughs> like all this stuff started happening and pulled me back. Seeing them as little boys, it definitely didn't dissuade me that God is real. Yeah. <laughs> And it has made you a better person? I hope so. I don't know if I'm as selfish as I used to be. I know we're, we're going to play a song here in a little bit where I still struggle with a lot of things. I mean, I'm way far from where I would like to be or what I would aspire to be. But I hope overall it makes me a better person. When they were first born, I mean, I know I've evolved since they were even first born because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was tired <laughs> and grumpy a lot. That part of me has chilled out. As you, we talked about before, I, I listen more and just try to approach them more with a gentle touch and stuff. Sometimes you get you don't get enough sleep or whatever, and you get at your wit's end, so that bear still comes out. But I hope overall, that's my hope. I don't, I don't know. That's for other people to say, maybe, not me. Yeah, so this song, I Ain't Like Jesus, kind of speaks right to what I was just saying. I was in a situation maybe back in fall of 2017 where... There was some stuff going on and I felt like I had been wronged. And my natural inclination when that happens, when I know that I've been wronged, is I want to lash out at people. I want to hurt them. Even though I wrote this song, I mean, I still do it now. Then I realize how hypocritical I can be in that sense. A friend at the time knew I was on this path in seminary, going to eventually be a pastor and said, well, what, what about that guy you're going to preach about? What, what would he do? And you claim to follow him. What would he do? And so I thought about that, and I wrote, I wrote this song, and people seem to be connected with it overall. And I, like I said, I still struggle. I'm one of the biggest hypocrites I know. But yeah, that song is real, and that, that is how I feel. I Ain't Like Jesus by Justin J. Arnold. He said everyone needs compassion. Everyone needs a little love. Everyone needs forgiveness. The kind that comes from above. But I ain't ever been that good At turning my other cheek Ain't ever shown that I'm strong By looking like I'm weak I ain't like Jesus I never claimed to be I wanna punch and fight and curse And kick anyone who's ever wronged me I ain't like Jesus Though maybe I should try Cause his love so changed the world That just his name makes me cry Like Jesus He said, hey reverend Why don't you practice what you preach Cause the one you claim to follow Actually lived out what you teach but I ain't ever been that good At turning my other cheek Ain't ever shown that I'm strong By looking like I'm weak I ain't like Jesus I never claimed to be 
I wanna punch it, fight and curse and kick anyone who's ever wronged me I ain't like Jesus Though maybe I should try Cause his love so changed the world That just his name makes me cry I ain't like Jesus So thank you for showing me what's right This darkness was overwhelming my light Thank you for showing me the way I know I fall short but maybe someday I'll be like Jesus cause I long to be I want to show love and mercy to anyone who's ever wronged me I ain't like Jesus, though I want to try Cause his love so changed the world that just his name makes me cry I ain't like Jesus, though I long to be I want to show love and mercy to anyone who's ever wronged me I ain't like Jesus, though I want to try Cause his love so changed my world that just his name makes me cry I ain't like Jesus Find the music of Justin J. Arnold on his website, justinjarnold.com. J, by the way, is J-A-Y. If you have any questions about these things, always come via northernspiritradio.org. We've got all of the links there from the last 14 years, including to the list of songs from this program, like that one, I Ain't Like Jesus. Do you think Jesus would say ain't? I mean, or is he <laughs> grammar perfectionist? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what that is in Hebrew. I don't know what the... Yeah. <laughs> I do think about it so much because people get very attached to their translations yeah, yep. of any kind of scripture. And I'm not only Christian Hebrew, but, you know, the Vedas and everything else. All of that, people get very attached to yeah. it and as if we know the word. Yeah. One of my classmates at Luther, she's doing it internship now at spirit lutheran here in eau claire and she posted something a few weeks back she's like if you want to read the bible literally make sure you go back print off the original hebrew and aramaic and then know exactly what it says and then print off the original greek and know exactly how to translate it and then maybe you can read it yeah and this is like none of us are are able to do that in this day and age Well, I think a lot of people struggle with that, the fact that my ideals are up here and here's my practicality of what I live out. Certainly, the desire for vengeance, we know that vengeance is the Lord's, right? But on the other hand, it sure would feel good, wouldn't it, to get that out of my system? Yeah. I can understand that a lot. I mean, that's what, I'm being really honest, that's what songwriting has been for me in some ways. I've said to many people before that, if I wasn't given this outlet or blessed with this outlet or whatever you want to say, I'm not sure where I would be, Mark. I would Sometimes I think I would either be dead or in prison. In fact, the song that we'll play at the end here is the exact message of that. Like I'm, I mean, I've been pretty down at times, and if I didn't have a song or God speaking to me through a song or a friend speaking to me, I'm not sure if I'd be here. So, Well, I'm glad you are here. I appreciate it. Thanks. 
And given that you haven't recorded this coming song, no. how about we set it up and have you do it for our audience? So this is a, a first listen over the air because yeah. there's no recording out there. Uh, you'll find folks, by the way, for Justin J. Arnold, that uh, he's got a couple handfuls of songs that are recorded that you can do, but there's a lot more material that's yeah. coming. Yep. So yeah. stay tuned. We'll have a link to justinjarnold.com on nordenspiritradio.org so you can track it down. Tell me just a few more words about this last song. Yeah, so back in December 2016, it was December 12th actually because I, I, I just looked at the voice recording on my phone the other day. If I'm being real honest, I was extremely depressed and probably suicidal. I was suicidal. I had went through a second divorce and it was coming to Christmas time. I was I was pretty much flat broke because of situations that had occurred. And I went to a pawn shop with a guitar because I was just hoping to make some ends meet and have some extra money for some gifts. The guy was going to give me $30 for this Fender acoustic. I was like, no, that's not enough. And at the time, I had carried a pistol on me um, every day. And so I said, do you buy handguns? And he said, yeah. And so I said, well, hold on a second. And so I went to my van and emptied out the magazine and brought the handgun inside. And then he, you know, I think he, I don't know how much he gave me, like 150 or 200 or something like that. And so that was enough to get me by for a little while. And he even said, he was like, I'll still buy that guitar for $30. And I actually said, no, <laughs> I remember saying this. That guitar has actually saved my life more than this pistol because I'd never, I mean, others outside of the target range, I never used it, thank the Lord, you know. So I got home. I went to put the bullets in the safe. I set the guitar on my bed, and as I turned around from the safe, because I had thought about what I would do, you know, as far as, like, people talk about a plan, as far as ending it, and I turned around from the safe, and I immediately was like, I don't know if it was struck down by grief or whatever it was, but I fell down on my knees, and I just started weeping uncontrollably, and then this is one of the three times where I heard the voice, and it said, get up because we're not done yet and I have stuff in store for you and go pick up that guitar and write a song about how I just saved your life. And so I went, picked up the guitar and the song, I mean, it came to me in about 20 minutes. That might not mean much to people, but as far as a song and a songwriter, that's, that's pretty quick. It's like a gift. And so the song is? Guitar or the Gun. Guitar or the Gun. I'm thankful that you chose yeah, the my guitar and the gun. Thankful too. I'm thankful to have you here for Song of the Soul, but I'm thankful more for you to follow faithfully right what you get from God. Again, folks, we have Justin J. Arnold here for Song of the Soul. We'll play one more song. Justin, thank you so much for following the path, being faithful, and for sharing your music today for Song of the Soul. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. Thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance on today's program. Here's Justin playing live, guitar or the gun. See you next week for Song of the Soul. I've got these bullets in my hand Seven, count them seven daily sins I've got a pistol on my lap Pistol on my lap, man, this is it And then my guitar screamed out my name It said, won't you 
just one more time Well I promise that I ain't gonna let you down No not tonight I won't let you down tonight Got a bottle of bourbon, bottle of bourbon, but it's all gone. And my fingers getting heavy, fingers getting heavy, won't be long. But then my guitar screamed at my name. Said, won't you pick me up just one more time? Well, I promise that I ain't gonna let you down. No, not tonight. I won't let you down tonight. So I fall down on my knees, fold my hands, and I begin to pray. Said, dear Lord, only you can get to me this way. And then I heard him screaming out my name. He said, Won't you let me in just one more time? Well, I promise some that I ain't gonna let you down. No, not tonight. Let you down tonight And then I heard him Screaming out my name He said Won't you let me in Just one more time Well I promise some That I ain't gonna let you down No not tonight I won't let you down tonight Gonna get you through this night The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.